Welcome to the Lay of the Land podcast with Dane Kennedy. I feel like I'm talking to myself over here. Stel Panayides. You, is your watch the Strava? <laughs> and Steve O'Callaghan. Can I make some valid points here? All right, this is what happened. G'day guys, episode 15 of the Lay of the Land podcast. We're back behind a screen. I just got to jump in just in case Stel pulls us up. How are you going tonight, Stel? <laughs> I'm going well. I'm going well. Okay. How are you guys going? Good. We've ticked that one off. So oh, just, man. you know, we know it's all about you, Stel. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving back from Aries Inlet last week and Stel, we were listening back to the pod episode and Stel goes, oh, you guys did ask me about how I was going and uh, yeah, unfortunate Stel, but these things happen. These things happen, especially- after a after a couple of beers. No, that's right. That's right. No, we're all human and I'm going well, thanks. It was a mistake on my end, so I apologize. Um, how are you going, Steve? Yeah, going pretty well. It's it's actually, it, I feel a bit flat. I prefer to be with you guys in person. Last week was great fun to do it in person, but uh, now six weeks under lockdown again. Uh, but, you know, we're just going to push through and, and, and we will. Feeling a bit like a... Sprite bottle that you've left the lid off for too long. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, Sprite's like not bad. A little bit flat. Just yeah, it's it's one of those drinks you can have that it it is flat. Dane, how you going? I'm good, thanks, mate. And yeah, just a bit a bit frustrated with the whole lockdown situation, but we've got through it once before, so we can get through it again. And fortunate for us, we are we have got pretty um, efficient and effective at using Zoom as our podcast platform. Of course, it was a, it was nice being all in the same room last week. Um, I think the dynamic worked really well, and just the conversation flowed a lot more free freely because we were able to talk over each other, interrupt at certain points. It was just a lot easier to read the, the language, yeah. sorry, the body language. Sorry, Dane. I'm just going to jump in there as well. Um, since we're jumping in, Steve, can I just check, have you gone to the bathroom before tonight's episode? <laughs> I did. I've gone, so don't need oh, to go. But I am having a nice cold beverage at the moment. So if I sneak off, you can uh, get stuck into me about that during the episode. Didn't you drink <laughs> enough Budweiser's or Johnny Walker Black Label last weekend? <laughs> no, well, that's a good point. I mean, what happened after the end of last week's episode, Dane? Because, I mean... The last the the listeners the last what they heard was the the episode finishes we were going to dinner and that was all all we knew. Well, yeah, and and what a great night was had. We we ventured down to the Aries pub um, for our forty five minute time slot. Um, great meal, <laughs> great Beautiful. service. Like the the girl that looked after us, she was great, and she was on top of you know taking our orders and all the all the changes that that we made, and and our beers were served fresh. Yes, so you cracked a bit of a joke. Did she find it funny? Uh, she she did not find it humorous at all. Um, <laughs> what was the joke? In my defence, she didn't know what we're talking about. So I mean, if she was if she was in the loop, she would have she would have found that quite funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So we 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 got the move. We got the you know move on, get out of here. You know, as our our. Looks like we've lost uh, Dane. Have you have you lost Dane still? Yeah, I've lost Dane. No, he's back. He's back. Right. It's saying my internet connection is unstable, but I'm pretty sure it's me that's unstable. <laughs> still, still feeling well, the effects it? of of, uh, of those drinks last weekend. But yeah, we returned back from the pub to our little cabin in Aries Inlet, and we thought, let's have a few more beers. Let's play some exploding kittens. You know, we had a bit of fun. Steve was pretty keen to get a win under his belt after being 
suffering a few heavy defeats earlier in the day. Definitely um, true. We had the great idea to record an, an extra podcast episode for our real passionate listeners. Um, and it, it took That's a bit right. of a wild turn, but yeah, what what did you think of that of that episode, Steve? Episode were we calling it fourteen B? <laughs> well, yeah, we could call it that. Uh, it's never going to be released to the public. Um, there was a couple of slurring in there. There was it was it was it was good fun though. It was we we all were having good banter. Stel was firing off the questions of every different topic that he could think of. It was. It was great fun. Did you did you enjoy it, Stel? No, I did. And there was some good listening in there. Did you guys have a favourite question from that episode? I, I really enjoyed the segment on Shannon Noel, uh, Nolsey and his Facebook group. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. We've, um, we've brought up a few different musical artists so far in this podcast. Is there one that through either novel idea or that's just come up in conversation that would be the first artist you'd like to have on as a guest? Look, uh, after the recording of uh, last week's uh, explicit bonus episode, um, we started getting into a bit of Savage Garden and the Savage Garden was blaring. And I think you forget how good Savage Garden actually was. Darren Hayes, awesome singer and just great lyrics. What was the other guy's name? Who? The other guy in Savage Garden. That was just Darren Hayes and, and a floating guitar, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought it was a floating piano. Oh, probably, probably. A multi-instrumentalist. Well, since then, we drove home, we went about our business, and then uh, come Tuesday, Daniel Andrews comes out and says, back into lockdown for six weeks. Stel, what was your... What, what were your first feelings when that happened? And, and what are you, have you got any thoughts around the whole thing? Yeah, so we were lucky as um, the Lay of the Land podcast um, owners, Gillen McLaughlin actually reached out to us <laughs> before he locked down the AFL season. So that's why we could sneak in the in the Aries trip and then they went ahead and um, moved all the AFL players as well. So that was good. When it was released to the public, I was actually with my partner, Steph, and she's she's a teacher as well. We were in the process of organ- of organising to get away for a couple of days. So we, look, we were a bit disappointed and I guess we were just hoping that the whole lockdown situation was behind us like probably most of Victoria was. But yep. back back into another six weeks, how, how did it affect you boys? How, how did you take the news? Yeah, I was pretty flat, pretty flat to be honest. And it's probably... I was chatting to a guy at work and I was like, oh, it's not much different to what we have been doing really. And then he was like, oh, you know, you can't go see your family. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, you can't go to the gym. And I was like, oh yeah. And then, you know, just all the small things that you took for granted while the restrictions had eased had now sort of been taken away again. So it was a bit frustrating, but, um, you know, we've got to do what we got to do and move on, we will. Yeah, and you were you were really getting into the gym, uh, Steve. Like, Stella and I were actually quite a bit jealous that you were a- able to have that option. Um, and you were looking quite swole last Friday night, so you can oh, definitely thanks, tell you've been on <laughs> lifting heavy, heavy barbells. Um, he was looking pretty buff, wasn't he, Stella? He's looking very buff, very buff. <sighs> but, um, yeah, the, the restrictions, you know... Yeah, it's frustrating, and you know you keep 
it, it's a bit of a danger, a bit of a trap, you know, watching the news because it all it all seems to be doom and gloom at the moment. And the one thing that I just still can't wrap my head around is panic buying. Yeah. People are aware that the shops are going to remain open, the supermarkets. That's one of the four reasons you can leave your house to go and buy groceries and, and supplies. Yet as soon as the restriction uh, the restrictions were announced, the, the six-week lockdown, there was massive queues outside the supermarket. You saw that on the news. Don't people realise that they can actually go and buy buy food? What's your take on that, boys? Yeah, I think look, the the panic buyer was always out there. I think they we we spoke about the the gym personalities a couple of of podcasts ago, and I think if you're thinking about the panic buyer, I think these these people were always out there, and um, this is just yeah, it's been a good opportunity to put their skills to the test and see how much they can load up that trolley with. Would you put the panic buyer in the same uh, category as the doomsday prophecist? <laughs> well, I, I put them in the same family with the with the impulse buyer, the person <laughs> who is making dinner and realises that they don't have a particular ingredient and, um, yeah, they, they've got to go then and there. <laughs> and then come back with all these extra items that they didn't dishes. like the tim tams and the box of cornetto ice creams and definitely definitely i'll tell you what i've been um, catching yeah, you know go. been sucked into buying lately is the old crumpets oh very good crumpets. Uh, good item the crumpets oh. they went out of circulation for a while well i i hadn't consumed one in a while yeah what do you put on one lately i've been putting on peanut butter and honey good combination oh, very nice yeah very nice um in talking about the the impulse buyer i was wondering if you guys had heard of the, the – I don't want to offend any of our listeners out there because I know we've got all quite seven a few, of them. Um, <laughs> all seven of them worldwide. Um, <laughs> have you guys heard of the uh, – you might find this person in the shops or you might see them just out and about, the, the, the Karen. Have you heard of the Karen? Don't be a Karen. <laughs> is, this, is, is Karen is, – is being a Karen – Somewhat aligned with being a Debbie. <laughs> I think no. Well, Debbie's just always flat. Okay. De- Steve is probably feeling a bit Debbie right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's just, me. Karen is just a bit of a ball breaker. I think <laughs> um, in situations that she doesn't need to be. I was, I was wondering, who's the male Karen? What's his name? Oh, Jeff. Jeff. A Jeff. You reckon a Jeff? Like, and is that a shout out to your uncle? Is that your uncle? Yeah. No. I, He's gonna no, turn no, it back now. He's no, gonna he's gonna no. he's gonna reverse up there. The truck, <laughs> the truck's coming back. Back pedal. No disrespect to the, Jeff. Yes. No no nice. disrespect for Jeff, but I feel like I don't know. Maybe that's a that's a name. Can you think of another one? Maybe Colin. Colin's <laughs> one. I was the first one that came to mind for me was Derek. Derek. <laughs> Got no idea where that. Came. But Stel, what? That's when you're referring that's to Nicholas Freeman's uncle. When you're <laughs> referring to to being a Karen in. In panic, in the sense of panic buying, what what do you do? You want to just dive a bit deeper there? Being a oh, being well, a Karen, look, being a ball breaker. I think just uh, you put me on the spot here, Dane. But look, I think back when I was because I used to work at Coles supermarkets myself, and I think yeah, the Karen was just the one that sort of just made a bit of an issue out of out of a situation that you had no control over. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah we've all we've all encountered a Karen <laughs> in our time. Now, with um, with the whole restrictions and you know, 
especially the, the last time the lockdown was on, we've you know we, we've mentioned that we you know spent a bit of a bit of extra time in the supermarket just to get out and about. Yeah. You know because nothing else is open. The supermarket was a good option. You know, wander the aisles. Um, Love wandering the aisles. It's it's a it's a good pastime if you've got absolutely nothing else to do. You know, just scanning the the items on the shelves that you have no intention to buy. Um, so let's dive in a bit deeper into our uh, supermarket experiences because you know we'll probably be having to resort back to you know our favourite pastime of supermarket super supermarket aisle surfing. Yeah, I think just on that, I'm wondering for you guys if you're heading to the movies. Um, usually it's a Hoyts or a village. Um, Usually you'll try and leave enough time to duck into the closest uh, Safeway or Coles to get your movie stack, which is just your go-to items because you probably had a whole bunch of snacks at home, but did you pack them? Probably not. So you've got into the movies. You don't want to drop 10 bucks on a bottle of Mount Franklin, so you head off to the Coles. What's your movie stack? What are you getting? For me... You guys probably know uh, what this is. Let's We've been to the movies. It's, it's uh, <laughs> Cobb's popcorn. Yeah, maybe yep. a Sprite or a Coke. Yep. Yeah, co- Coke or a Sprite. And then a potentially, ba- yeah, oh, Skittles is a good one. Didn't think of that one. But yeah, bag of lollies, Cobb's uh, popcorn is Lightly great. salted. Lightly salted. Beautiful. Love a light blue bag. Can you imagine trying to go and do the proper popcorn like in the in the cinemas? Like you know how you can actually buy the popcorn you do in a microwave. You wouldn't, you couldn't do it, could you? Because you, you don't have a microwave. Uh, so that really <laughs> wouldn't they work. They do it at the back at the candy store. They don't do it during the middle of the. They don't do it in the cinema. What? What do you mean? Make the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, true. Can you- do you guys like? Do you guys like the popcorn that the cinema provides? I've never had it. So I do. What's it? It's hot. I mean, I love the have smell. Ever- I love the smell. Have you ever had hot popcorn? Uh, yeah, I think I have. Yeah, I've made it from home. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, it is It is good. And you always buy the bigger size than what you need. And then halfway through the the box, you go, well, I'm so thirsty. But at the same time, you also don't want to drink all your water because then you need to rush out to go to the toilet. So it's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a difficult situation. Stel, what would your go-to movie snack combination be? Um my you my it used to be a bottle just the cheapest bottle of water I could find and uh, I, I like a bag of Maltesers and yeah I think some popcorn from the cinemas is always good but you can't go past the chock top as well um, but you can't get that from the supermarket but I've transitioned a bit from the waters because Dane you've got me onto the the Mount Franklin light, lightly sparkling mineral waters is that right yeah i just find that's got a good intermediate between a, a water and a soft drink and you know a sparkling water just has a bit more excitement than your standard bottle of mount franklin yet low on calories you know you're not getting all that sugar that you would with a bottle of, of coke or a sprite but yeah and the sugar you get from your bar of dairy milk chocolate yeah so i i do while i was in byron bay i went to the movies a few times actually and i, I really got onto buying the uh Cadbury Dairy Milk bar that has like uh, six break-off pieces in it, and the um, that's great. And the the sparkling water, another another item which I I like to consume, although feel shocking after the movie, would be a bag of um, Natural Confectionery Company Party Mix. Yeah, um, 
because it's probably meant for about a party of 10, uh, yet you still manage <laughs> to get through three quarters of the bag before the movie is halfway done. Do you eat the milk bottles? I love yeah, milk I bottles. Oh, yeah, right. I've got to give you my uh, my bags. I've got, I just... You don't I, like them? Don't eat them. What, what's do, it about? I do. What, yeah. What a, They're just not my favourite thing in the bag. Is there anything about them you don't like? Um, maybe the sweetness. I think they're a little less sweeter than everything else in the bag. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more sweet, but yeah, so, less so sweet you know. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone the sweetness. I would have said the the lack of flavour. But yeah, you know, take it any way you will. Still, um, now you know, I went to the supermarket yesterday to get some some dinner, and you know, a quick in and out job. I noticed some of the shelves were a bit empty. Um, now, wandering around the aisles, you know, sometimes you tend to go and just go to the same aisles over and over again. Yeah. Over and over again. Um, but, you know, it's, it's fun walking the aisles, seeing, seeing what is new, what, what you haven't seen before. But the question... You can't see got, those things on the quickie, can you? No. You're in and out. You know, you don't even know there's a stationary aisle. For all, for all you know, you know... You can't get your magazine, your men's health magazine from the supermarket. But, you know, after this uh, COVID period, we now realise we can. Um, the question I've got for you boys is, what is your favourite aisle in the supermarket? Um, for me, I love the... He hasn't thought Probably a mix. This. No, the I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't word me up on the question. So, I think... I like part the pasta aisle that has the sauces and the Mexican aisle. You get, you can make lots of meals from that aisle. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of aisles where you can make a lot of meals from, but that aisle it, there's usually like part- Steve. I would argue that most aisles you can make a lot of meals from. Well, you can't apart from the pet food aisle. Uh, you can't make a meal from the confectionery aisle. Yes, you can. Well, it's not a, a sustainable meal. No, yeah. no, you're right. All right, the pet, the pet aisle, and the confectionery aisle. Toilet paper aisle. You can't make a meal from that. Which one? Toilet paper. There's no paper aisle. Toilet paper. Yeah, like the oh, yeah. like the laundry and you know dishwashing right. that lot. Like, that. What's yours then? What's yours then, Stell? You tell me yours. Your favorite aisle. <laughs> no, but I, I actually really like the pasta aisle as well. Do you have a favorite type of pasta? If you were going to be having a bolognese, what pasta goes underneath that? Yeah, probably penne. Oh, what about yeah. you, Dane? For bolognese, I, for me, I can't go past spaghetti with bolognese. Spaghetti. But yeah. penne with bolognese is is really good. And the good thing about penne is it's a, probably an easier pasta to reheat the next day, whereas bolognese just clumps together. I'm oh, sorry, not bolognese, uh, the spaghetti pasta clumps together. I find that. Um, so, yeah. But on the night, I'd go spaghetti. How about yourself, Stel? You look like a bit of a penne operator. <laughs> I'm actually, if it's uh, bolognese, I'll, I'll go to the spaghetti as well. Um, you guys didn't actually ask me last week, but I did Italian up till <laughs> year nine, I think it was. So, um, yeah, no, do enjoy my Italian foods. Um, is pasta one of those things? Sorry. Go down. I was going to say, before we proceed, is there anything else that we didn't ask you last week that we just want to clear up? 
there, there probably is. Still. I'll just release it uh, gradually throughout okay. the pod. I don't want to make <laughs> you feel too bad. But is pasta one of those things that you will go for the branded item on or is it something that you're happy to go home brands on? I go branded. Um, yeah. The pasta that I've been having most frequently lately is the Latina Fresh spinach and ricotta filled uh, ravioli. Wow. Oh, it's bellissimo. Fresh. Molto delicioso. <laughs> um, pronunciation with a bit of uh, the old Lagos um, gourmet pesto, basil pesto. Oh, you're making me hungry. And just put some, some roast veg through that. And you've got a meal in about, well, depend, depending, outside of roasting the veg, the meal takes about 10, 15 minutes to cook. So it's good. Now, it's convenient. Stel, which aisle? You, you seem to be shirking the question of which is your favourite aisle in the supermarket. Oh, no. I, I, my favourite aisle in the supermarket, I reckon, is this in a Coles or a Safeway, Steve? You're asking the question, brother. I didn't ask the question. Dane asked the question, brother. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Real <laughs> condescending, patronising stuff happening over here at the lay of the land. Are we, are we <laughs> talking just Coles and Safeway? Because I could waste a lot of time in an office works aisle, say stationary aisle. What do you think on supermarkets, mate? Is office works a supermarket? What is a supermarket? Well, not, not office works. I'd call office works a stationary supply center. <laughs> yeah, but you can get confectionery from there. I feel <laughs> like supermarkets um, slowly merging with other type. We're, we're becoming the super. Like now you've got Costco, and they've got everything from furniture to food to they got everything there. And then Coles technically sells everything. I but think, look, I think traditionally yeah. a supermarket is like a Coles Woolies that sells mainly mainly food and household supplies. Yeah. yeah. I think I've got to go with my favourite aisle. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm with Steve on this one. The pasta aisle at my local uh, Coles Bulleen has, yeah, it's got the Mexican section and the Italian section, which you can, yeah, that's got to be my favourite. What's yours, Dane? I'd say mine would have to be, um, I like the one with the, the spreads, like the bread oh, and the yeah. spreads. You know, I'm a big fan of my Mavers dark roasted crunchy peanut butter. So spend a bit of time in that. And if I'm feeling really naughty, I'll grab a jar of Nutella um, oh, and, and mix that with, with the peanut butter on on some rice cakes or, or something. But yeah, alternatively, the, the confectionery aisle is great. Oh, yeah. Is it? Do you guys? Is it alright ever to try a product in store, like a grape? Oh, good, good question. I feel like this may have been a topic in another podcast that we uh we listen to. Um, do, <laughs> do you? you is it? Do you eat it or do you spit it out? Does it matter? Well, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, it's not. I'm not borrowing a grape. I'm. I'm trying it for the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying it for the. Like, I mean. What about a bo- like a, bo- a bottle of drink? Can you open a bottle of drink, have a sip, and then if you're going to purchase it? If so, so you're saying that you you've got the full intention to buy this item, but you just yep. can't wait to get it out of the supermarket before you consume well, it. Yeah. Let me rephrase the question back to you, Steve, and you tell me if you think this would it be okay if you went to a car yard, took the car out for a spin around the block. And just said no, but I was going to buy it. Well, but I think you're allowed to take a take a car for a drive, aren't you? That's called a test yeah. drive. Good, good point. <laughs> what do you do before you have to take the test drive? I'm not sure. You got to ask to take a test drive. So, so you're saying you should go up to the 
the manager and say, "Can I, can I have a grape?" Can I just try this grape. That's a good question. It's a good. It's a good point. I think. I think there's a bit of a um, there's a bit of a difference in what, what the two angles. I think you're coming from. Steve, yeah, I'm being I think a Derek. You, I think, <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, you're you. I think the line you're going with is um, try or have eat or consume something in the store with the intention to buy it. And then yep. Stel's, you're reading it as just trying something and then putting it back. Like, I'll, I'll open this bag of chips and try them. If they're no good, I'm not going to buy them and put them back. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I I think think... Well, well within your right to consume an item if you have the full intention of buying it. Um, I know you yeah. see a lot of parents give their kids something just to keep them quiet while they're shopping. Yeah. Um, but for me, I mean, I can't see myself being in the store that long that I can't wait until I get out of the store to eat it or drink yeah. it. Um, and with if it is, you know, fresh food, like fruit and vegetables, that relies on the weighted scale when you go to pay for it. So if you've eaten a banana or an apple, you can't really scan that through at the correct price and the correct weight. So there's a, I think it depends on what item it is. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever done it still? I have, I have. You know the section where they've got like the nuts and the different type of um, like snack uh, snacks and chocolate coated mm. uh, like apricots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've eaten one and then not reported that to the cashier that I've consumed a, one of those. I think that's okay. I think I it's don't... theft. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't really return it now, can you? It'll be a messy situation. Dan, you were saying there's not really many times that you are in a supermarket that long. So if time is of the essence and say you are wanting to get yourself that packet of um, Savoys that's on the shelf there and there's someone standing in front of the Savoys, how do you approach that situation? Do you just stand back and pretend to look at something else until they've moved or do you say, excuse me? Oh, look, I'll, initially I'll take that conservative approach of just waiting because they may be about to just move right on. But if they're standing there deliberating about what to buy um, and they're, you know, they're just standing there with no, no, in- no intention of moving on anytime <laughs> soon, I will just say, oh, excuse me, reach over and grab the item. So I think it just depends on the <laughs> circumstance. I mean, if I if I want if my Savoys, I want my Savoys. So you will reach past them. Well, I'll say excuse me first. Well, do you take the approach like and just wait until yeah. they're gone every time? I tap I tap on the left shoulder and go in from the right. <laughs> the old... <laughs> so they didn't actually know I was there. <laughs> the Phantom. <laughs> How about yourself, Steve? What approach would you take? Yeah, probably similar to you, Dane. I. I you got to wait a little bit and then see see what they're doing but if they if time time is always of an essence time is money still of an essence or so, of the essence oh whatever whatever the, the vanilla type um, so what, oh, i'm reaching Steve, in i'm getting it Steve, you said a little bit can i can i get a number on that can i get sorry dane can i get a length of time on that what's a little bit how long do you wait a li- okay a little bit would be maybe Five seconds, and that five seconds doesn't sound like much, but when you actually stand there waiting five seconds, it's quite a lengthy time. And and during yeah. those five seconds, Dane, you're probably pretending you're looking at something else. Oh yeah, oh I'm gonna get that, and then you see them start to walk away, and you go, 
Thanks. Oh, you beauty. You dive in straight away. <laughs> yeah. Your eyes just dart. Um, yeah, I've definitely been known to, like, for example, I'll give another example. Today I went to 7-Eleven to get a coffee and there was someone at the coffee machine waiting and I thought, well, I'm just going to, you know, obviously couldn't jump in in front of them. So this I just did the old, one. I'm just going to look at items, stare at them blankly until I can go and use the coffee machine. So it's a similar yeah. similar kind of deal at the supermarket. Do you take it? an audible deep breath while you in that period of time, Dane? Well, like a sigh? Yeah, like a loud... Do you do a loud <laughs> sigh as a bit of a stage one, hurry up? No, no way. Yes. No. You've you got to be careful with that, though, because you got to make sure you're on the on the ball because you can get those people that jump in after, in front of you and they don't realise that you're waiting. So you really got to stand almost behind them to make sure that you're next in line. That's a good point, Steve, and that's especially at the coffee machine. Are you the type of operator, Steve, that probably if time is an essence that you will say you've got your trolley full of groceries, that you'll let the person with one muesli bar in his hands go in front? Yes. Yeah. No. I I notice Bridge does most of the shopping, like the big shop. I notice I only ever get a few things. I'm always the person that gets let in first. It's great. It's great. Most people are pretty good. Yeah, most people can see that, yeah, if you're going to be a quick quick checkout, they will let you through. Yeah. Um, have you? Have either of you ever been um, caught in the situation? Well, no, I suppose that's not really relevant, but I was going to say if you've been caught in the situation where you haven't been let through when you've only had a single item. 100%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Can you? Tell oh, me, definitely. tell me, tell me, Stel. Tell me what happened. Did you kick up a oh. fuss? Did you sit there and did you do the big sigh like Dane oh, said? Rolled my eyes. I held my hands out. I did the big sigh. <laughs> I tried to tap on the shoulder. No, I didn't do any of that. I just, um, I just sucked it up. Now speaking about the checkouts. Now in you know the last few years they've introduced the the self checkout. So that's an option for you. You've, you've got the 15 items or less checkouts and you've got the traditional checkout with the checkout chicks. Um, which aisle, well, which checkout do you guys prefer to take and which ones do you take on the, most frequently? I think when, when I was working at Coles, that was when the self-checkouts first came out and I remember the carry-on... Um, <laughs> From everyone, when 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 they first, you know, they were taking everyone's jobs, and they were, you know, there was no personality, there was no service, and you know, um, but as a consumer, I reckon I probably split it up a little bit. I probably just depending on uh, my mood on the day, what I'm buying, how much time I've got, will dictate which checkout I'm going through. Um, so can't say that I really lean towards one or the other. What about you, Steve? I feel like so you might choose it based on based on the checkout chicks or their their age or appearance. Would that <laughs> would that would that would that be a fair statement? Uh, no, that would not be a fair <laughs> statement. I think that there's a lot of nice checkout boys and men and women out there too. I there's I don't discriminate which <laughs> cashier I go through. Sometimes I just like to have a chat and I'll just go through. That's good. Yeah. I uh, I'm I don't like talking to people, so I'm always <laughs> through the self self serve. Uh, that's that's just me though. Um, especially, I mean, most of the time you're going to be quicker through there because there's less people. There's usually eight 
spots where there's might be one spot, one or two spots at the other ones. Mm. So yeah, it's usually an average of eight self checkouts at the supermarket. Oh, it's just a guess. I think but Steve took a oh, survey. You've reported. <laughs> sound really confident. Just some market analysis. Yeah. What about you, Dane? Which what do you prefer? Look, I think it, yeah, it depends on the situation. Like obviously, the self checkout can be a lot quicker um, in and out. But I do like the interaction between you know when you when you are talking to the, the checkout person, you know, at the register, you know, because a lot of people opt for the self checkout just to avoid the conversation. I think it's uh, the conversation is a lost art in modern society. So if there is a uh, a checkout that is totally clear, I'll go for that. Um, but yep. generally, like you referred to earlier, is there's generally a wait for those checkouts. That's why you two speak much better than I do because you speak more often to the people and I just don't speak to anyone. So that's, this <laughs> to is, it's, there's, 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 a real a, um, kind of there's a trend happening. Um, I, I can see. But we, we've all said that it is, tends to be a bit quicker going through the self checkout until there's an error with the weight of an item or says you haven't scanned it or you're using or a different too bag. Light. Something's too light. Yeah. And it says, please wait for an assistant. You know, and you could be there for up to five minutes waiting for an assistant and get to, you know, that that can become a bit of a nightmare. So, yeah. Have you had an experience yeah. like, like that, Stel, where, you know, you've, you've been there for the quick in and out and then the checkout has let you down, you know, the AI, yeah. the artificial intelligence of the Coles checkout has let you down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I find the light items always um, always get me. You know, it says it gives you the question of if you'd like to skip the bagging, and then you skip it, and then it, it sort of catches up, and you've got to get some assistance. But no, it's um, it's all good. No, nothing that uh, would cause too much of a an issue. Do Do you ever think it's acceptable to go through the self serve with a trolley? Yeah, that's okay. Is that okay? Is that a thing? Is that? I think you're allowed to, but I feel like it's frowned like, upon. Yeah, great word. I, I think, I think, yeah, it does take up a bit more room. But from from the, that person's perspective, surely it must be quicker going through a normal checkout because they have to get it out of the trolley, scan it, put it on the scale, then back in the uh, trolley. Like, it'd be so much easier going through a checkout where the checkout yeah. person can actually bag the items, um, and then you unless know, you're at Aldi. Well, yes, unless you're at Aldi, but Aldi don't have self, self. self-checkout. Aldi, Aldi is another a whole nother kettle of fish. They go rocket speed. <laughs> and you've got to figure out your own baggage. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking about bags, like in recent years, they've been become more environmentally friendly and they've, you know, they've banned the plastic, the traditional plastic bags. Um, they've introduced yep. the calico bags and the bigger recyclable plastic or the reusable plastic bags. What's your kind of setup, um, Steve, when you go to the supermarket? Do you use the plastic bags each time or do you take uh, reusable bags? How do you go about that? Yeah, in my boot, I've got a bag that has plenty of bags inside it. A bag bag? So, (laughs) a bag bag. So, I've got plenty of bags in there. And I'm not very good at remembering to take it back into into my car. I, sometimes it will just pile up at the front door until I can be bothered take it, taking it actually out back to the car. But yeah, I'm definitely, I don't think I've ever bought, well, I have to bought one to have more in the back, in the boot of my car. But at the start there, once I'd bought a few, 
I was stocked up for enough enough shops that I needed. What about you, Stel? Have you got a few in your car? Yeah, I got a few in my car. Um, I always forget to take them out of the car with me. Um, <laughs> you, are you, Dane, are you pretty all over your baggage situation or have you got a lot of baggage? Oh, well, it's a baggage, mate, <laughs> but, you know, I thought we were talking about shopping at the moment. Um, no, I'm, I've got pretty good lately. Uh, initially, I had, I had the full intention of being on top of it and, and using the reusable bags. Yeah, I think um, have you guys lost me? You've uh, sort of Hello. lost Dane a little bit there. He's a bit, bit unstable. But, Steve, <laughs> before we started talking about bags... Um, Sorry, I'm back. Oh, you're back. Carry on. I was, oh, um, yeah, no, at the start it was pretty unreliable. had the full intention of using the reusable bags um, but would get to the supermarket and realise I'd left them at home or either... Yep. I've left them in the car. Now, I've got pretty good at it now and taking in those those calico bags. Um, you feel much better about it. I almost feel guilty now if I get to the supermarket and I have to scan through one of those 15-cent bags. I feel like people are looking at me like, don't you know? Don't you know that the bags are going to go to landfill? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard? Haven't yeah. you heard? Yeah, totally. Um, bef- before we were talking about the bags, we were talking about the trolleys. Have you ever ended up with that one... Uh, botched trolley that just has the the wheel that doesn't quite turn the way you want it to turn and the whole supermarket experience just becomes a challenge. I feel like that's a good analogy for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the the dodgy wheel? Well, (laughs) it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I did make reference to uh, uh, in episode 14B, uh, the explicit episode that Steve was no good other than... um, putting the content together. So Steve may be that wheel. Well, we're running on three wheels. so <laughs> Maybe it's all of us. Um, I've definitely had that experience. I, do you, did you ever used to, when you were younger, push the trolley, jump on the back and have a big skate down the aisle? I did that at Bunnings a few weeks ago. So three <laughs> weeks younger. It's, it's, it's one of life's delights. It's good, and if you've got enough stuff in the trolley, you, yeah, you, you can you can go quite a distance. Yep, yep. Um, what's what's the most dangerous aisle? Like, is there an aisle that you walk past and you go, I can't go down that aisle because I'm going to buy lots of things from it, or I'm going to buy dangerous, not good, not healthy food from it. Is it <laughs> what, what's what's yeah. your what's your aisle that you uh? What's the word? I'm trying to think of the word. Tempt you? Yeah, that's a good word. For me, it's got to be the confectionery aisle. I'm yep. an absolute shocker. <laughs> Just can't say no. I'm, I'll often, even if I don't need anything, don't need anything from that aisle, I'll often, um, yeah, look out for a $1 chocolate bar or something to have on the go in the car. Do you have one, Steve? What's your, what's your, what tempts well, you yeah, the most? That- that one definitely the, the chips, the chips aisle, the Doritos, the 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 salsa, but also the um, like the the frozen food aisle. Especially if you're not in the mood for cooking something and you don't have the time and you can't be bothered. I mean, you you shouldn't never be trying to you know eat frozen food and things like that. But some of them some of it's okay. But 
yeah, it's 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 a shocker sometimes because you can see the dim sims, you can see the the ice cream. <laughs> There's plenty of things that are dangerous in the frozen food aisle. It's it's underrated. You've been known you've been known to tuck into a dimmy after a night out. <laughs> <laughs> I am the dimmest simeth king. <laughs> Dane, do you have an aisle that's your that's your nemesis that calls you? Oh, like that? Yeah. Well, it, it's probably. It'd have to be the, the confectionery aisle. You know. oh, I thought you were going to say the fresh fruit aisle. <laughs> well, I think the confectionery aisle just for... Fruit it's a trap. It's a trap. As soon as yeah. you step in the confectionery aisle, you're buying something. Like, it doesn't matter what intention you have. You're walking out there with a cho- block of chocolate or a bag of chips. When, what was the, when you opened your lunchbox as a child or even now as an adult... I know you, Steve. You've got the um, the zipped up of the builder lunchbox. Um, <laughs> when you open it up at work, what's the best thing that you can? Jenny see? comes over and packs it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was the look? What was the best thing that was in your lunchbox as a primary school age kid? Um, I can't think of the name, but it was long, red, <laughs> and and. <laughs> Um, a carrot? Oh, and it stretched. No, no, it stretched. What was it? And you stretched it out from... <laughs> <laughs> was it Was it a red skin? <laughs> no, oh, um, yeah, I know, I know. A roll-up. Roll-up. Oh, they were so yes. good. They were the best. They it wasn't what you were alluding to, Sal. So, Dane, do you also think roll-ups were the best item? Yeah, I totally forgot about the roll-up, but that was great. Another great item was the old homemade choc chip cookie or choc chip Ooh. muffin that mum used oh, to make. Yeah. They were always a favourite. Yep. Um, well, Steve hasn't bought his bucket tonight, so and you've, you've I keep cutting in and out of this internet connection. So Stel, you may be uh, running your own show in a moment. So we'll just keep <laughs> we'll keep going here. Guys, one job. What? What's uh your what was your favourite lunchbox item, Stel? That um it had to be Alan Pack. It had to be, it had to be the roll up, it, it which I rarely got. Uh, so I often would trade up for it, yeah. which could involve a couple of scotch fingers, um, maybe a piece of fruit and a biscuit, which a scotch finger is. Um, and and yeah, I remember once I actually dropped my roll up shortly after trading up for it. And I just, I just had to do the old three-second rule because, um, yeah, it was they were few and far between in my lunchbox. Now, did you like the red ones or the? I know there was different coloured ones, the blue yeah, ones. Yeah, the multicoloured ones were great. And then they bought out the ones that that glowed in the dark. <laughs> Steve just has topped himself up. <laughs> then, guys, I... they'd um they'd leave your tongue that colour, whatever colour the roll-up was. Your tongue was that colour for the rest of the day. Are you guys oh. still talking about roll-ups? Those long red things. <laughs> they grow bigger. Um, <laughs> How's he exits, I've got, I've got... He exits again for the second week in a row. Just No, to... look, I had to go to the bathroom and my dad always told me to never waste a trip. So on the way back, I got another drink. <laughs> <laughs> you got a front... Now, I've got a scenario. Actually, before I get to my scenario, it's the... did you... I don't know if you ducked outside... On the way um, to the bathroom, Steve. But can we just get a weather update, a, sub- a subjective weather update? Look, 
I'm going to be honest. I didn't actually go outside that much today. I think I went for a, like a tiny walk at lunchtime. I can't even remember what it, what today felt like. What it was <laughs> confusing. It was, it was that's a perfect adjective. I'm going to go with that. Confusing because it was kind of it wasn't cold. It wasn't warm. It was it was <laughs> just overcast? yeah. It's just overcast. Oh, that's a good word as well. We'll go with confusing. I like Steve, that this is actually your segment, mate. I'm just hosting <laughs> it, so. I don't, don't. You can't be using my words. You, you came up with it. You just told me you're gonna. You're gonna. You yeah. had a week to prepare of one word to describe the weather today, and I've given you two. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. What what num- <laughs> what, what what was the actual temperature today, Dane? Do you know what the temperature was? Uh, temperature came in today at a balmy 15 degrees, I think. It's be- beautiful in Melbourne, isn't Actually, it? Actually, next week, just cut to me, Stella, and I'll give you the full weather report because <laughs> I've been outside today. All right, I've got a now, scenario I've got a question. for you. Oh, just okay, yeah, back to, to the scenario. All right, all right, that's all right. Don't worry, I don't exist. Um, I've got, this scenario involves a hypothetical situation where you – you have a child. It's not. It doesn't necessarily have to be your child, but you are with the child, and you're at the supermarket. Your response. You, it's your duty of care, um, and the child is having an absolute meltdown. I'm talking squealing, uh, hitting, kicking, carry on, lots of carry on. I want to know how you're managing that situation in the middle of aisle four. Well. Considering aisle four is the confectionery aisle. <laughs> You've got an expert over here. Yeah. The Wandon IGA. Oh, Mount Evelyn IGA. Yeah. Aisle four is confectionery. Well, I, I think I'd leave I'd leave the kid there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk to one of the other aisles, finish the shopping, come back. They'll probably still be there. That's a good point. Someone else would have... Someone else will have looked after him and kept an eye on them. <laughs> I would have got my shopping. I grabbed the kid, go pay, and I'm out of there. It's a good strategy. Good. I don't know how... Uh... Park it. Come back to it later. That's good. Do you reckon DHHS will uh, agree with that? Is that all right to leave a kid in a supermarket unattended? Oh, I don't think they'd be wrapped about it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do, oh. Dane? What's your strategy? <laughs> I think my strategy would just be the old ignore. Ignore the kid. I mean... If if other people see see you wheeling around a kid in a trolley that's clearly of an age where a tantrum is likely, I'm pr- I'm pr- they're pretty accepting. They're pretty understanding. So you know, I'd obviously have a calm word with the child. Um, I'm not going to go down the bribery route. I'm not going to go down that path. I'm not going to go down the iPad in front of the in front of the face path. I think that's just a form of distraction. Um, I just 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 write it out. Ride it out. Maybe even jump on the back of the trolley. Get a bit of speed up, and you know that may distract the kid enough. Just to... <laughs> I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to say collect the kid on the way through. But, uh, <laughs> the kid's in the trolley. Stell, how do you, how do you approach that scenario? You've obviously given it a bit of thought. Oh, it, actually, playing um, playing some of the games with you guys last week and, and got me thinking about it because some of the tantrums you were throwing about losing to me. But um, I think. Uh, yeah, probably a bit of a combination of, of both of your answers, just a bit of the ignoring um, and then sort of starting to move away, maybe not like Steve leaving, but, um, yeah, just starting to move away, trying to get a bit of a circuit breaker going on there. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good strategy. I mean, it's a safe strategy. I love how you just, two weeks in a row, Sal, you've just taken Steve and I's answers, just amalg- amalgamated them and, and delivered it as your own. So, Great word. <laughs> yeah. Amalgamated. That's a beauty. <laughs> say that again, Stel. <laughs> amalgamated. Can you say good pro- it? Good pronunciation there, Stelia. Go ahead and say it, Steve. Amalgamated. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. Was, was my pronunciation off? No, it was, no, no it, was, it, was it was perfectly fine. It just sounded wonderful out of your mouth. Now, do you know what helps pronunciation? What? Reading novels. Hey, but before we get into novels, I've just got one more question for you, Stel, because you're the only <laughs> one of the three of us that has actually worked in a supermarket before. Now, mm-hmm. I've as a, as a customer at a supermarket, I've been known to go in and just what I, to purchase a, a, an array of items that to somebody who's got no idea what I'm doing, that collection of items would seem like a very strange combination. For example, Dodgy. you may go up and get a toothbrush and a jar of peanut butter and some steak. <laughs> so it's three totally random items. Have you seen in your time as a supermarket checkout chick um, any strange combinations that you just have to turn a blind eye to? Yeah, on one occasion there was a guy that came through and he got garbage bags, rope, (laughs) a knife, (laughs) duct tape. Um, And I thought that was a bit strange. Sounds like making of a murderer. (laughs) No, I completely made that up. <laughs> to be honest, when you, when you're working at supermarkets, I suppose any combination is going to be be strange, and we probably uh, don't give it too much thought. But um, yeah, on the on the other <laughs> on the other question. side of the on the other side of the coin, there's sometimes you probably see people getting the ingredients for a particular meal. Like you can get them, get some mints, you oh, get some ta- yeah. taco spice, see, yeah. you got some tomato. You you can see the exact ingredients, yeah. what they're making. You know exactly yes. what they're intending to do with those items. Yeah. And I don't know if this was a bit of a Derek move, but I would sometimes out loud say to the person, oh, bolognese tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and if they've, if, if they've scanned, if yeah, you've scanned through, the, you've scanned through the penne, you, you offer a bit of a, a, a expert tip, uh, I think yeah, it tastes yeah, better yeah. with the spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. yeah, interesting choice on the sauce. I wouldn't do it, but anyway. 180, 180 degrees in the oven for that one. <laughs> <laughs> just putting, uh, just getting over-involved like that guy at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, um, I think, Steve, you are going to be having a crack at our novel idea segment this week. Am I right? You are right. I'm ready. Now, um, I don't think the segment needs another introduction, do you, Dane? I don't think so, but I'm just seeing, it's just checking in with you, Steve. <laughs> it's not Missy Higgins' Scar because that's the song you chose for episode 14B. <laughs> so just make sure that's not the, the song. That's not the song. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm reading this out um, uh, as a novel. Buzzers. This song. What's your buzzer, Stel? Oasis Wonderwall. <laughs> Still going with that? Yeah, no, I mean... I am the king, so I'm going to go duck, duck. Very good. All right. Are you ready? Let's go. Dear, I fear we're facing a problem. You love me no longer, I know. And maybe there is nothing that I can do to make you do. Mama tells me I shouldn't bother, that I ought to stick to another man 
a man that surely deserves me. But I think you do. So I cry, I pray, and I beg. Love me, love me. Say that you love me. Fool me. Duck, duck. Fool me. Dane? Look, I'm just going to admit, I recognise the song, but I thought Stella's going to ca- ca- cotton on to this very quickly, so I thought I'd better get in there. And I don't and then- quite know the song title or the artist. Like, give me, give me a moment. Well, I'm going to have to go. And the song is, love me, love me, say that you love me. That's the song, isn't it? You're, you're spot on. Do you know that? Stel's searching. He's searching. <laughs> I can searching see nothing. him typing. I'm just waiting for the crumbs like I'm, you I'm did last to, week. I'm just going to have a, a stab at the title. Um, yep. I don't, I'm going to say it's Say You Love Me, but I think there must be another name for it. Yes. That's not the right name. Um, and, nah, I'm going to hand pass don't. it over to Stelio. Doesn't have it. Stel, do you want to have a go or do you want me to keep reading? Keep reading. All right. Say that you love me. Fool me. Oasis Wonderful. Fool me. Is it... Is it... Uh, is it Love Me, Love Me? No. That's not the title? No. Spion. Can I... Keep going. I'll keep reading a keep little going. bit. I and see. someone's in my tongue. Fool me, fool me. Go on and fool me. Ah... Oh. Love me, Oasis love Wonderwall. me. Yep. Is it loveful? It is. Can you name the artist? Uh, um, is it an item of clothing, the artist? It is. Like multiple ones of them? Yeah. Uh, yes. And I'd say probably Dane would be the one most likely to be spotted in one of these. A thong? <laughs> what is it, Stel? Uh, is it uh, what is it? Uh, is it the Cardigans? Yes, <laughs> correct. Well done. Good, good, get good song, Steve. Good song. I had no idea. Dude, I wouldn't have had no idea of the artist or the title. So well done, uh, Stel. I think there's going to be a royal commission into Stelio searching the title as <laughs> Dane was Dane was <laughs> Dane was talking <laughs> it, but we'll we'll investigate that during the week and uh, come back to you with a verdict. We'll have to get a, we'll actually... have to get a screen uh, screen grab of what Stel was viewing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, that no, I was. I hope that was a good good song. I, I think you both knew it, but you probably didn't know the the first verse because I didn't know it. And um, but yeah, once you hear the the chorus, um, you definitely know what the song is. It's a cracking song. Did the Cardigans have any other songs? Uh, not that I can think of, but I'm sure they had a couple back in the late. Was it late nineties, early early two thousands? It was a great era. I mean, it was a, it was a great era for for music. I mean, what what do you think was going through their head when they named the band? The Cardigans. I don't know. I mean, what Thirsty Merc, if you think of Thirsty Merc like we did last week, uh, yeah. maybe they were just all wearing cardigans. Do you think that was the they premise thought? of them choosing that name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good segment, that one. And I know hopefully in the coming weeks we might have um, a few more that, that are rolling out. I know Dane's got uh, a few good good 
good brain, so he's got a couple that uh, might be coming through. But just to kind of round out the show, Cal, I might just give you guys a, a would-you-rather scenario. And would you rather, and just choose one of these, short and sharp, would you rather for the rest of your shopping trips shop with a basket with a hole in it or a trolley with a, the fourth wheel is really wonky and doesn't work? Well, that's a good question. How big is the hole in the basket? Sizable. It's, that's uh, a very it's subjective size, uh, It is. <laughs> I would say it is the size of a rock melon. I think I'm going to have to go the, the old trolley. Yeah, I'm going the trolley too. All that's right. too big. That's too big to handle. There's things falling out of that everywhere. <laughs> if you're going to take that option, you may as well just carry your items in your arms. Like imagine if you tried to put a roll up in the in the thing, it'd just fall out straight away. Yeah, all those loose grapes well, that could... you've stolen. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Well, thanks for a great episode. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out because uh, the internet connection out in Ringwood is a bit unstable tonight. Um, it'll be interesting sure to we'll be compare right. the dynamics between this week's episode and last week when we, we were in the studio together. Um, but all in all, it was it was a Do you it think? Was good fun <laughs> chatting about supermarkets, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks with the panic buying situation. Um, with people um, stocking up for doomsday. Um, yeah. um, Steve, if people want to uh, follow the show on socials or find out a little bit more, do you want to just um, give them a, an update where they can go for that? Yep, layer the land pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're there. We haven't been doing much posting but uh we'll get into it <laughs> we'll get into it but if you need to contact us we're there uh or lay the land pod at gmail.com and yeah. yeah you can forward through any positive food feedback through to steve and the negative one just comes straight through to dane and myself and <laughs> and i just think we're going to need an update in the intro audio um i just listened to episode 14 earlier today and you know, i think steve's gonna have to change his quote to i'm a winner I like winning. <laughs> I like that. I definitely will change that. I'm going to find... I think last time I, I, I got you guys to choose your own ones, I'm just going to go in there, there this time because I'm a winner. I'm going to go in there and choose your segments that I find the funniest from you guys and I'll, I'll put together a new new intro for next week. Awesome. I look forward to it. All right, boys, we'll enjoy your weekend. Uh, I mean, you can't really... I would ask you what you're going to be getting up to this weekend, but you can't really get up to much other than go to the supermarket. So <laughs> enjoy that shop. Um embrace it you know extend it as long as you can yeah. don't get trapped in the confectionery aisle for too long and we'll see you on the other side sounds, so sounds good 16. thanks guys have a good night